Good morning. The meeting will come to order. Welcome to the June 21st, 2023 meeting of the Budget and Appropriation Committee. I'm Supervisor Connie Chan, Chair of the Committee. I'm joined by Vice Chair Raphael Mendelman and Supervisors Hilary Ronan and Shaman Walton. Our clerk is Brent Halipa. I would like to thank uh, Matthew Aitnall and Sue's Enos uh, from SFGov TV for broadcasting this meeting. Mr. Clerk, do you have any announcement? Yes, Madam Chair, just a friendly reminder for those in attendance to please make sure to silence all cell phones, hand electronic device assist, and not to interrupt our pre proceedings here in the chamber. How the Board of Supervisors and its committees are convening hybrid meetings that allow in-person attendance and public comment while still providing remote access and public comment via telephone. Uh, public comment. On the proposed budget, as items one and two will be taken on Monday, June 26, starting at 10 a.m., and public comment on uh, balance of the items of the agenda will be taken before committee action. How those attending in person will be allowed to speak first, and then we will take those who are waiting on the telephone line. How for those uh, watching remotely and streaming through sfgovtv.org, the public comment call-in number is streaming across the screen. How when connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you'll be muted and in listening mode only. Uh, if your item of interest comes up and public comment is called, those joining us in person will line up to speak first, and those on the cell phone should dial star three to be added to the speaker line. If you're on your telephone, please remember to turn down your TV and all listening devices you may be using, and each speaker will be allowed up to two minutes to speak unless otherwise stated. Uh, alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to myself, the budget, and the appropriations committee clerk at brent dot j a l i p a at sfgov.org if you submit public comment via email it will be forwarded to the supervisors and also included as part of the official file now you may also send your written comments via u.s postal service to our office in city hall that's one dr carlton b goodlett place room 244 san francisco california 94102 and madam chair that completes my uh, announcements Thank you, Mr. Clerk. And before we call any item, I would like to take a moment to explain how this week will proceed. Last week, we held our first round of hearing about departmental budgets. This week, departments will be returning with their responses to our questions, all the questions that were asked by this committee. The committee will also be hearing from the Budget and Legislative Analyst's Office on their recommendations for further reductions based on some of the priorities we all have previously stated to scrutinize department spending, particularly around non-personal costs, contracts, travel budgets, and service delivery. We will not, please note, we will not have public comments at the end of each day this week. Uh, as we did last week, but we will hear from the public after all departments have presented. Uh, the public comment day will be on Monday, June 26, starting at 10 a.m. in this chamber, uh, and will be the public's opportunity to weigh in on everything we discussed last week and again this actually uh, that we discussed this week i should say on this agenda the order of departments for each day is available on both our agendas as well as the board's budget webpage. finally for our department's representatives we hope that your presentation focus on answering any question committee members proposed to you last week if there were no questions for you last week you accept the cuts or I should say reduction proposed by the budget and legislative analyst and members do not have any additional question, then we will get to you quickly to accept those reduction and on your way with the rest of your day. I do want to make clear though, uh, 
very similar to while I say there's no public comment um, at the end of each day, uh, because again, the channeling legislation that we have on our agenda, those will require us to open for public comments. However, the public comments only pertaining to the trailing legislation and not item uh, one and two. So with that, uh, Mr. Clerk, could you please call item six and seven together? Yes, Madam Chair, item six is a resolution retroactively authorizing the Department of Public Health to accept an expended grant increase in the amount of approximately 1.2 million for, from the centers for disease control and prevention for a total amount of approximately 2.2 million for participation in a program entitled National Human Immunodeficiency Virus Behavioral Surveillance, San Francisco, for the period of January 1st, 2023 through December 31st, 2023. And item number seven uh, is an ordinance amending the health code to set patient rates and rates for other services provided uh, by the Department of Public Health for fiscal years 2023 to 24 and 2024 to 25. Um, Madam Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clark. And before uh, we go forward with these items, uh, I just want to do a reminder for everyone, we're limiting the public comments to one minute. And these two items together will have public will have to require us to open for public comment. We have verbal presentation uh, by Miranda Tate, Project Coordinator from National HIV Behavioral Surveillance. Online? Hello, yes. Um, yes, hi, we are the um, National HIV Behavioral Surveillance Team um, where we've conducted surveillance for HIV since about 2003 for populations of high burden, um, such as men who have sex with men, people who inject drugs, things of that nature. Um, yes. Thank you. I don't see any other questions. And colleagues, item seven is we already discussed last week. It's a patient rates that we actually made amendment to and that we approved the amendment, except it was substantive. It has to wait for a week um, for us before we can actually vote on this item. Uh, with that, uh, Mr. Clerk, could you please go to public comment? Yes, members of the public who wish to speak on both items and seven and are joining us in person to line up now. Uh, for those who have joined us remotely and haven't already done so, press star three if you wish to enter the speaker line. If you're already in the queue, please continue to wait uh, until the system indicates you have been unmuted and that will be your signal to begin your comments. Seeing no in-person speakers here in the chamber, and just to double check. And Madam Chair, uh, we have no speakers in the queue. Thank you, Mr. Clerk, and seeing no more public comments, public comment is now closed. And colleagues, I would like to move items six and seven to full board with recommendation. And with that, I will need a second, second by Supervisor Walton. And Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Yes, Madam Chair. Uh, on that motion to forward uh, both these items to the, to the July 11th full board with a positive recommendation. Vice Chair Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. Member Safai. Safai, aye. Member Ronan. Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. We have five ayes. Thank you. The motion passes. And uh, Mr. Clerk, let's call item number one and two together. Yes, items one and two 
are the proposed budget and appropriation and salary ordinance for the fiscal years ending June 30th, 2024 and June 30th, 2025. Item one appropriates all estimated receipts and all estimated expenditures for departments of the city and county as of June 1st, 2023. Item number two enumerates positions in the annual budget and appropriation ordinance, continuing creating or establishing these positions, enumerating and including therein all positions created by the charter or state law for which compensations are paid from city and county funds and appropriated in the annual appropriation ordinance, authorizing appointments or continuation of appointments thereto, specifying and fixing the compensations of work schedules thereof, and authorizing appointments to temporary positions and fixing compensations. Um, Madam Chair. Thank you, and today the first uh, the city department is Department of Human Resources, and thank you so much, Director Eisen, for being here. Madam Chair, members of the committee, uh, just want to thank the budget analyst and Severin Campbell for her work with our department. And we re agree with the changes to our budget a little reluctantly, but we nevertheless agree. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you. This is BIA wants to quickly conclude just the reduction. Sure. Good morning, Chair Chan, members of the committee, Dan Goncher with the Budget and Legislative Analyst Office. Our recommendations for the Human Resources Department are on page three of our report. Um, we rec our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $805,491 in fiscal year 23-24. Of those recommendations, 438,923 are ongoing savings and 366,568 dollars are one-time savings. These reductions would still allow an increase of approximately 8.9 million or 6.2% in the department's fiscal year 23-24 budget. We do have a correction to the budget document which we distributed to the committee. Of the $805,491 in savings, 648,149 is general fund and 157342 is non-general fund. So it's just a difference in the general fund, non-general fund breakdown. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total 446587 in fiscal year 2425, which are all ongoing savings. Um, of those, $362,026 is general fund and $87,561 is non-general fund. And as the department noted, we do have agreement. We're available for any questions. Thank you. And uh, Vice Chair Mandelman. Um, I don't intend to do this for every department, but I am um, of particularly concerned about human resources and particularly concerned about our ability to fill positions in the city and do the work to speed up the filling of positions. So maybe the budget and legislative analysts can explain whether there is any, like, any impact. I mean, you've been having these conversations should we be concerned that any of these cuts are gonna impact DHR's ability to move forward with plans to uh, expedite hiring, get people into positions, all that stuff? Supervisor Mandelman, uh, through the chair, uh, no, we're very conservative with our recommendations and we do uh, look at historical hiring rates, and the hiring process, and we do give the departments um, some space uh, so that um, there would not be an impact. I guess what, when I ask about hiring rates, I just mean this is the department that is in charge of improving the city's hiring rate, and I would just not want to be doing things that are going to make that not happen. We absolutely agree, and um, there's still yet um, 
savings that we feel will not impact the city's ability to hire. Director Eisen, you want to say anything? Uh, Supervisor Mandelman, members of the committee, uh, just a couple of comments I'd like to make. First of all, most of the uh, changes to our budget recommended by the budget analysts will affect our EEO division more than our employment services division. Um, through the, you've heard a lot about the uh, government operations recovery initiative, uh, the, the tripartite effort uh, involving Department of Human Resources, the controller, and the city administrator's office. Our portion of it is about hiring, and we're focusing a lot on um, process and workflow at this point. Um, and so I think that's work that we can do given our, with our resources. And um, we can be in touch with this committee as we go. We know this is a, a significant overall concern for the city. And it is our laser focus, I think, as I mentioned yep. in my earlier testimony. Right. Well, thank you for um, your willingness to work with the BLA and um, for continuing the good work of trying to help us hire people more quickly. Thank you. Thank you. And the next we have Department of Technology. And that. Um... Good morning, members of the committee. Linda Jarrell, the director of the Department of Technology, and we agree with the BLA recommendations. Thank you. And Director Jarrell, thank you so much and for being here. Uh, our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $446,956 in fiscal year 23-24. Of the amount, $226,857 are ongoing savings and $220,099 are one-time savings. The reductions would still allow an increase of 8.7% in the department's budget. We also recommend closing out prior unexpended encumbrances of $348,099 for total general fund savings of $348,099. And our recommended reductions total $226,857 in fiscal year 24-25. Of all those uh, are ongoing savings and would still allow an increase of 2.1% in the department's budget. As the department director said, we do have agreement. Thank you, thank you both. And the next we have uh, assessor, recorder, Joaquin Torres here, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Chair Chan, members of the committee, Joaquin Torres, Assessor Recorder. Um, we are almost there. We're in um, a full agreement with all of the uh, financial recommendations uh, that the BLA has made, and thank them for uh, their diligent efforts uh, in conversations with us. The only area where we have disagreement um, is around a policy recommendation that would allow us to substitute uh, an existing uh, director of human resources from an 0923 to an 0931. Uh, this has a budgetary impact in future years on an annual basis of a little over $16,000, which I believe represents about 0.04% of our overall budget. Um, the BLA uh, had recommended that they bring this before you to approve that uh, upward adjustment. Thank you, I, uh, Assessor Recorder Torres. I really appreciate it, but I will go to the BLA and then I'm going to respond to both. Thank you, Chair Chan. Um, as the Department Director or the Assessor noted, uh, we do have agreement on the technical recommendations. The recommendation in question is ASR 8 on page 21, um, where we are. Um, noting that there is a proposed upward substitution of a 0923 manager two position to a 0931 manager three position 
at an added cost of $16,008 in the budget year. Um, and as we show in um, recommendation number seven, the employee is currently paid above the top step. We, we do note for this position and, and many managerial positions across the city um, that uh, there has been high growth in, in these classes in manager and deputy director and, and director positions uh, in recent years um, and uh, that has outstripped the growth of line staff. Um, these positions are valuable. They, they do provide a service to the city. They are obviously more expensive and they're not frontline staff providing frontline services. But we do um, consider um, approval of this upward substitution to be a policy matter for the board to consider. Thank you. I, I just want to quickly say that uh, this has been a, a very direct uh, uh, instruction from really myself, really looking through not just about the accessory quarters mm -hmm. uh, office, but really across the city right now at this moment to look at the uh, 0900 or just really managers uh, all across the city. And just looking at, I think I have articulated this in the last week, uh, looking at the ratio between managers as well as the workers uh, and understanding that ratio, understanding this dollar spent uh, on managers and management and upward um, and, and those deputy directors or directors, and that's all across the board. I, in this case, I appreciate uh, this conversation. I think that it is, uh, I also appreciate the budget and legislative legislative analysts because it is their job to call all like to call out all these substitutions and and uh, particularly uh, for the managers so with that I I, I will uh, be not accepting the policy recommendation from the BLA and uh, I think for $16,000 we, we totally understand but again I think it's a policy across the board starting for our city department uh, collectively start thinking about next year's budget and understand that when we, not just mm. you particularly, but when we start uh, switching and transitions some of the positions that we have to the, to the manager series, and we really need to look at the spending and manager to worker ratio. And, and that, that's part of, I believe, um, whether we're actually effective. And, and functioning well and operating as a city government. So with that, thank you so much, Assessor Reporter <laughs> Torres. Um, thank you so much, Chair Chen. It, it, if I may, I just wanted to, to thank you again and the committee members for um, uh, supporting us in this effort. Um, in speaking in terms of the line impact, um, this position was responsible for increasing our outreach and community, attending three job fairs. So some of that presence is there directly through that position in addition to advancing our racial equity plan and, of course, realizing a hiring um, array between 75 and 123 days. Um, so I also want to mention that in terms of being in alignment with your priorities uh, as a Budget and Finance Committee as well. I just want to say thank you again for the support. Thank you. And Supervisor Ronan. Thank you. Um, I'm just wondering if the Budget and Legislative Analysts can then, given that, that decision, read off the new numbers. For the total reduction, recommended reduction. Sure. Uh, through the chair. Uh, the total recommended uh, reductions in fiscal year 23-24 will be $236,250. Um, all of those would be general fund. Of that, 135008 is one time and 101242 is ongoing. And then in year two, 
the second, yeah, the second year number for fiscal year 24-25 would be all general fund, all ongoing, $104,304. Can you read those one more time? I'm sorry. Sure. Year two or year one or? All of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in year one, our recommended reductions total 236-250. Of that, 101-242 is ongoing. And 135008 is one time. That's all general fund. Year two is also all general fund. It's all ongoing. And the total is $104,304. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Just want to thank my deputy assessor for finance, Simone Jacques, my budget director, Emily Alt, uh, Eric Chan from the budget, uh, budget team. And also just thanks again to you, uh, Mayor's Office uh, budget team, and to the BLA. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the next we have planning department. Good morning, Chair Chan, supervisors. Um, thank you for the opportunity. We are in agreement with uh, the recommendations to, to cut $572,000 from our budget, which includes two positions. That would bring our total to 26 positions and over $2.5 million of reduction from prior years. Um, we, we do disagree with the policy recommendation, which is cutting an 0923 manager position. This isn't a new position. Um, this is a planner four position that we had existing to manage our, our racial and social equity plan, both developing and implementing that plan. Uh, the, the, the incumbent to that position, Claudia Flores, left to actually take a similar position with HRC and ORE. So we think that position is, is critical to our operations and we would like to keep it. We wanted more flexibility and not having just the planner uh, minimum qualifications. So we wanted to use an 0923 instead of a planner position for that. But they're roughly equivalent in the, in the cost of those positions. I think the planner four caps out at $165,000 and the manager two at $167,000. So they're roughly equivalent. Peace. Thank you, Chair Chan. Um, could speak the first uh, overall. Our recommendations total five hundred seventy-two thousand three hundred sixty-three dollars in fiscal year twenty-three twenty-four. All of those are ongoing savings. We also recommend closing out prior year unexpended encumbrances of twenty-nine thousand three dollars for total general fund savings of six hundred one thousand three hundred sixty-six dollars. Um, in year two, our total um, recommended reductions are $545,903. Um, all of those are ongoing savings. Um, and regards to the policy recommendation, the manager two. Um, so when we were looking at this position, um, of course, we are scrutinizing um, uh, all high-level positions in the city. Um, the it's an, uh, currently an off-budget manager two position. It's been vacant since October 30th, 2021. The department did open up applications for this position, I believe, last week. Um, the according to the the budget data that we had when we were doing a review, um, the the position was located in the city's planning division, but the job posting states that it will be located in the um, equity division. We do also note that the equity division currently has one filled 
0953 Deputy Director 3 position and one filled 0931 Manager 3 position. And the Equity Division currently has 5.34 vacant FTEs out of 21.69 authorized permanent FTEs. And given the high cost of this position and high growth of such positions in recent years, we consider maintaining this vacant um, position to be a policy matter for the board to consider. The board also um, could consider reclassifying the position to a lower level, such as an 0922 Manager 1, uh, or deleting the position uh, due to prolonged vacancy. We're available for questions if you have any for us. Thank you. Supervisor Walton. Thank you so much, Chair Chan, and thank you, Director Hillis. If I heard you right, you said this position is the person that's dedicated to take the lead on the racial equity work? Correct. Developing our plan, um, you know, working with ORE on both the internal plan and the external plan. Obviously, this work goes beyond just that person and the division. It's, it's work we're doing throughout the department, but they're the lead on, on, on developing the, the plan and assisting with implementation throughout the department. How long has the position been vacant? This position has only been vacant. Well, so we're converting. We had filled it with a person who was in a Planner Four classification, and, and they had been working in that in that position, managing these efforts for five years. And so they recently left to take a position with ORE. So we just want to refill that position, but we think it's 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 better to fill it with an O9 position. It just gives us uh, kind of a, a broader reach on who we may recruit for that position. And what kind of work did that person do around racial equity? This, the same work we do. So developing our phase two plan with ORE, which is looking externally, implementing our uh, phase one, which is internal. So we, we developed a budget equity tool, our hiring practices, uh, looking at how we analyze projects uh, in, in the impact analysis around equity for those projects. So it, it's, it's a significant position. Thank you. Thank you, and Supervisor Safayi. Thank you, Chair Chan. Uh, Director Hillis, it says here the majority of the decrease in your department's uh, budget is as a, as a result of expected decline in fee revenue. Um, fee revenue is expected to continue to decline based on the lack of projects uh, being submitted and going forward. What kind of impact, what, what do you see? I mean, this year we've, we're making the adjustments. I, I think we're gonna come to an agreement on the position, but what do you see in the next year? I mean, because we are doing a two-year budget, right? And so yeah. how much more impact? Because you, you did this by eliminating 24 vacant positions. I would imagine that you don't have that many more vacant positions. Correct. So what, is the, what does it look like for the planning department in the next year? Yeah, so over these last couple of years, as our fee revenue has decreased, we've made, <clears throat> you know, equal reductions in our in our budget to uh, to accommodate that and, and meet our budget goals. Primarily, they've been positions because most of our budget is is positions. Um, I think we've we had vacant positions that we've been able to reduce over the years to to meet the budget targets. But <coughs> you're right, we're we're kind of coming to this point where we don't have. A, a big number of vacant positions. We cut 24 out of the budget. The budget analysis is, is reducing it by two more. So we're left with about seven vacant positions, which doesn't give us a lot of room to flex uh, depending on, on where revenues go. And I think we've been fairly conservative in our revenue projections, but 
you know, it's, it's not easy to project where, where revenues are going to be next year or in two years. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Um, so my question is, uh, I think you're only indicating that your only disagreement is the policy recommendation for the substitution of the classification to 0923? Correct. And how much would that be? I think Do it's like $250,000. We're okay with the $572,000 cut in the two positions. We would just disagree with that. Particularly just the 200. So the first year, though, will be $236,597. And then the second year is $243,047. So actually, Correct. let me understand. I see. Because the current position is vacant. And therefore, in, if we were to do the reduction, it would be the entire elimination uh, of the position. But what you're trying to do is... It has been vacant since October 2021, but uh, quick, I, I think it just a week ago, you just started posting the job posting and trying to figure this out. Although functionally, the position's only been vacant for about two weeks. Again, that the, the incumbent in that position was in a planner four position. So they weren't in a manager, although that's a manager position, it's a, it's a, it's a manager in the planning classification. But like I said, we wanted to convert that to an 0900 series role to give us more flexibility in the hiring. Colleagues, any thoughts? Uh, I am inclined to, um, to, to deny the policy recommendation and to move forward with the Director of Equity. Okay, um, thank you. Thank you very much, appreciate it. So with that will be uh, a policy recommendation uh, deduction will then it's it's the first year of two hundred and thirty six thousand dollars two hundred and thirty six thousand five hundred ninety seven dollars for the first year the second year is two hundred and forty three thousand and four hundred and seventy dollars for the second year so that means that we're not taking those reduction so could the BLA read Sorry. the new numbers yeah Yes, yeah, so the <clears throat> total recommended reductions, um, they're all general fund and they're all ongoing in the first year, would total $572,863. I'm sorry, $363. And in the uh, second year, again, all general fund, all ongoing, would be $545,903. Thank you, I much appreciate it. And then the next department will be the Department of Elections. Good morning, Supervisors. John Arnst, Director of Elections, and the department is in agreement with the recommendations from the BLA's office. Thank you. Uh, Chair Chan, um, our rec total recommended, recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $70,763 in fiscal year 23-24, all of those recommended reductions are ongoing savings. In addition, the budget and legislative analyst recommends closing out prior unexpended encumbrances of $487,012 for total general fund savings of 555, five, sorry, $557,775. 
Um, those numbers are a slight uh, change from what was sent out on Friday. Um, there was one encumbrance um, that was listed to be recommended to close out that cannot be closed out for 150,000. So all the numbers from the Friday report are down by 150,000 because of the one less encumbrance. Uh, we did uh, distribute an updated um, encumbrance list um, yesterday. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $60,337 in fiscal year 24-25. All of those are ongoing savings and would still allow an increase of 14.5% in the department's fiscal year 24-25 budget. And as the director said, we do have agreement. Great. Thank you. Thank you both. Seeing no name on the roster, we are ready to move forward with the next city department, which is the retirement board. Good morning, Chair Chan, committee in, in BLA. Uh, the retirement system agrees with the BLA on the budget reductions that they recommend. With respect to the policy recommendation, we do not concur. And to provide some context, again, uh, these salaries would not come out of the general fund. They are paid through trust assets. One position was approved for this current fiscal year. Um, and we are in active recruitment. It is a cybersecurity position. It's no longer part of the nine series, and we were waiting to bring on board our director of IT to, to uh, lead the search for that position. So again, an active recruitment. The other two positions are investment-related positions, and while they are uh, in the nine series, they are not managing people. They are frontline in terms of making investment decisions, uh, researching potential investments and monitoring those investments. And to provide, provide one point of context, when we look at what the organization has spent with respect to investments, including uh, salaries for in the investment staff, for every dollar that we've spent, we've generated $140 over the last five years uh, based on uh, leveraging the expertise of the team to invest the assets in a more sophisticated manner than we could do if we didn't have that. So that's a pretty high return on investment for uh, those positions and, and the investment expenses. That concludes my comments, unless there are questions. Thank you. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $499,110 in fiscal year 23-24. Um, of those recommended reductions, 479,110 are ongoing savings and $20,000 are one-time savings. And this would still allow an increase of about 18.3% in the department's fiscal year 23-24 budget. In addition, we recommend closing out prior year unexpended encumbrances of $1,379,514. Um, and actually, um, we say that those are general fund, but um, they're not. No, okay, yeah. sorry. Um, our policy recommendations total $634,307 in fiscal year 23-24, all of which are ongoing savings. I'll speak to those in a moment. Our recommended reductions for the proposed budget total $693,982 in fiscal year 24-25. All of those are ongoing savings. Um, these reductions would still allow an increase of about 3.8% in the department's fiscal year 24-25 budget, and our policy recommendations for the second year totaled $719,525, all of which are ongoing. For those um, policy recommendations, these are this is recommendation 11, 12, and 13. 
Um, in, we have kind of a general comment that um, given the high cost of, this, of these manager positions and the high growth of such positions in recent years, we consider approval of the proposed positions to be a policy matter for the Board of Supervisors. These are all, my understanding, are in the investment division, which has seven authorized permanent um, manager one positions with um, a little less than two FTEs allocated toward attrition. The estimated filled permanent FTE of these manager one positions in the investment division is six FTEs. Um, there, we do have one comment on uh, recommendation 13, which uh, the department is proposing to maintain one FTE for a vacant manager two position in fiscal year 23-24. Um, the position's been vacant since uh, April of last year. Um, we do note that the board could, con re could consider reclassifying that position to a lower level from manager two to maybe a manager one. Um, or, of course, um, our recommendation would be to delete the position due to prolonged vacancy. And then I, I just wanted to uh, understand the discrepancy between the disagreement here is that uh, the policy recommendation here so first of all, I, I just want to understand, because you just kind of changed into half of your sentence, that midway through your sentence about general fund saving. So is the reduction a general fund saving or not? Sorry, no, there is no uh, general fund in the retirement. Um, yeah. Um, colleagues, I think that clearly this is a policy. Uh, so which then subsequently, uh, so with, within that context, it means that while this reduction, uh, recommendation for reduction does not create general fund saving, uh, that also means the policy recommendations for these uh, FTEs also, whether we reduce or, or, or not, uh, they also do not create general fund saving. Correct, and in our report, we do note that the policy recs do not have gen general fund. What we I, I incorrectly stated was that the encumbrances, because they showed up in the general fund in in the report that we had, we misinterpreted that, but we, sorry about that. All yeah. good, all good. Um, you got a lot going on. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify that, colleagues, I, because very similarly to the decisions that we made around SFO, uh, previous week, you're on your own, um, but I would I would suggest and recommend that you do take hearts of the uh, budget and legislative analysts who are actually professional, and and perhaps you want to you know consider some of their recommendations, just how you want to restructure your staffing. Clearly, uh, I think that I, we're not. Frankly, I, we're here to looking at looking through general fund savings and reductions. Um, we leave that decision to you to run your uh, division whenever possible. So, um, Vice Chair Mendelman. Thank you, Chair Chan, and I largely agree with that. I am seeing, I'm, I'm noticing the theme of the VLA's recommendations, and I am sort of curious, I don't have to hear this now, but I'm sort of curious if the, um, this isn't really related to the retirement board, so don't worry. Um, I'm, I'm curious if the increase in manager positions is being driven by particular departments or if it is everywhere. Um, so anyway, that's just a question I, I generally have and don't have to have answered now, but I would be curious if you can figure that out. Uh, no, we, so we have seen, we took a look at the last three years and saw growth across the city. 
in terms of manager Pretty positions. much in all, yeah. all departments. I mean, there are some, obviously, there are some departments that have more than others. It typically depends on the size, but sometimes the ratios are different depending on the department. But it's not like a couple of departments are just... Correct. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And next, we will have the uh, general city responsibility. Who's um, general responsibility? General city responsibility. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a while to get up here. Um, uh, Michelle Ellers, my controller's office, we're in agreement with the, um, <clears throat> the BLA recommendations, and the mayor's office is in agreement with the policy recommendation. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so our recommended reductions to general city responsibility, total $500,000 in fiscal year 23-24. Of those recommendations, 400000 are ongoing, and 100000 are one-time savings. In addition, we recommend closing out current year inactive projects totaling $797,189 for total general fund savings of $1,297,189. We also have a reserve recommendation that uh, Ms. Alersma was referring to. It's under, uh, it's, uh, that totals $10 million in fiscal year 23-24, which is for the APEC conference, all of which are one time. And our recommendations for fiscal year 24-25 total $400,000, and all of those are ongoing savings. Thank you. And, and colleagues, this is uh, the uh, Asian Pacific Economic Cooperation, $10 million that the mayor herself has already put on reserve uh, to be consistent. Uh, we also in agreement to also put this $10 million from the general city responsibility uh, to the board's uh, reserve as well. And so that uh, we can uh, figure out uh, what those dollars actually go to in relations to this event. Hopefully none, <laughs> if um, the chief of protocol can be successful in the fundraising effort. So with that said, uh, everyone in agreement on this uh, and no name on the roster, I'm gonna move to our controller's office uh, with that to also call on item number four. Yes, Madam Chair. <clears throat> Item number four is a resolution uh, concurring with the controller certification that department services previously approved can be uh, uh, performed by a private contractor for a lower cost than similar work performed by the city county employees for the following services. Budget and legislative analyst uh, services for the board of supervisors, fleet security services, uh, real estate division custodial services, real estate division security services, and convention facilities management for the general services agency, administrative services, security services for the Department of Public Works, security services for the homelessness and supportive housing, security services for the human services agency, food services at county jail, sheriff's department, assembly of vote uh, by mail services, Department of Elections, Security Services, uh, Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development and Security Services, Department of Public Health. Uh, item five is an ordinance amending uh, the Business and Tax Regulations Code to allow a sublesser to deduct, oh sorry, uh, I went too long there. How uh, members of the public uh, who wish to speak on this resolution uh, 
should uh, press star three now if you wish to enter the speaker line. And for those already in the queue, please continue to wait until the system indicates you have been unmuted and that'll be your signal to begin your comments. Madam Chair. Thank you, Mr. Clerk. And uh, with that, hi, Mr. Controller. Good morning, Madam Chair, members of the committee, Ben Rosenfield, Controller. Uh, we thank the budget and legislative analysts for their work on our budget, and we are in agreement with uh, their proposed reductions. Uh, we would argue uh, to oppose the, the policy option that's kind of outlined here, and I'm happy to briefly speak to kind of our, our thinking on this position. Um, so as I mentioned last week when I was presenting we believe that the most systematic and widespread challenge the city's facing that affects city services right now is that of hiring and restaffing and restocking across the city. Um, that's true in the financial professionals, uh, both in the controller's office and that we support around the city, kind of making a number of things about the city's financial plumbing work. Um, I expect that as positions are refilled around the city, that we're going to see what we have seen in the controller's office as we have. And as I mentioned last week, 40% of the controller's office staff at the end of this year is new to the department or newly promoted in this last year. So as we've restaffed, we just have a whole lot of people that are new and in new roles. And we're going to see that across the city's financial professionals. The vision of this position is to create training programs for those new staffs as they settle into those roles to come up to speed on things like budget and finance. I think it's a training series that's always been needed across the city, um, but more urgently needed right now as we bring a new set of professionals into the city, teach them how to do their jobs, and do it in what we think are gonna be increasingly hard financial times. Um, so we, in our budget proposal to the mayor, we met reduct, uh, reduction targets, made additional reductions above and beyond that so that we could carve this position into our budget. I'm happy to answer other questions, but that's generally the theory that we're seeking here. Thank you. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $195,917 in fiscal year 2324. All of the recommended reductions are ongoing savings and would still allow an increase of about 2.8% in the department's fiscal year 23-24 budget. In addition, we recommend closing out prior unexpended encumbrances of $10,730 for total general fund savings of $206,647. Um, the policy recommendation total $199,480 in the first year, which I'll speak to in a moment. Our, our recommended reduction to the proposed budget Total $176,748 in fiscal year 24-25. All of those are ongoing savings and would still allow an increase of 0.1% in the department's budget. Um, as the controller mentioned, we do not have agreement on recommendation number 11, the policy recommendation for um, a proposed new 0931 Manager 3 position at a cost of $199,481 in the first year. Um, so as the controller noted, the proposed new manager position would develop and manage a new department initiative, the SF Budget Academy, and the intent is, of the initiative is to address uh, the shortage of staff with budgeting experience. Um, we, you know, again, are noting the growth of manager positions across the city. Um, we do note that the board um, has several options. Obviously, they could accept what's being proposed. They could you could uh, reclassify the position to a lower level. 
um, from a manager three to perhaps a manager one or two. Um, and you could also consider deleting the position, but that would terminate the project. So given those options, we do consider this a policy matter for the board to consider. I just want to quickly say I, I am in agreement with the controller on this, given, again, how critical the office has been for the city, but um, Vice Chair Mandelman. Thank you, Chair Chan, and um, I, I, I would, I, I think I feel the same way, but, um, but there is, a, as I said, a theme in the BLA's recommendations, which is that there is a growth um, in managerial positions in the city that is not in line with the overall growth of um, positions and that there is an opportunity here for the Board of Supervisors to be using this budget process to try to constrain that and also to shake loose some money. Um, and I'm wondering, do you think that that is a real thing that's going on in the city? Um, and is it concerning? And why is this not part of that? If you do think that that, if you agree with the fundamental premise that like, hmm, we seem to have this increase in managerial positions that is outstripping the growth in government, but so, this, that is not a, that, that, yeah, anyway, you heard my question. It's, it's really two. It's a, a very big picture question, Supervisor, and I have not spent time reviewing management positions across the budget uh, as the BLA has. Um, I can say in general terms, and we've, as we've talked about here, I do think city staffing levels are going to be constrained over the next several years. I think we're in a moment right now of kind of trying to staff back up as a city but I do think we're entering harder and harder financial times. Um, I would expect that mayors and boards, as you work through that, are gonna be looking to make rational reductions in future years that balance reductions in management classes with, with those that they are overseeing. I know that that's always been a focus in the past of mayors and boards as times get tighter. Um, in this, I can only speak to the circumstance of this specific position and the kind of skill set that we are looking for, which I believe needs a manager in charge of it. We're talking about trying to attract candidates for this position that have deep technical knowledge regarding how the city's budget and finances work. They won't simply be delivering training. They need to design the curriculum that can be repeated in future years and at a lower classification or at a non-management ranks, I just don't believe that we will be able to accomplish that. All right, that makes sense to me. Thank you, I, I, I do agree that it is a big picture conversation. And I, I think that this is a process which I appreciate the budget and legislative analyst that we actually have to do the homework now as we come through and help us through this process to collect the data. And it's the reason why we are asking um, not just the controller's office, again, every single city department, the ratio of manager to workers and dollar spends and number of that. So with that, Supervisor Safai. I just, I just wanted to, first of all, appreciate the work that the controller's office does. We constantly are giving you things at the last minute, asking you for a lot of information to help guide us in our decision making. And I know that this is part of that overall process. Um, my only thing is when I look at, and I know HR was here earlier and they made some concession, when I look at our you know, 911 call center, I look at our emergency room, when I look at our frontline firefighters who we're gonna be hearing from, that department, police officers, muni, like we keep going, the frontline workforce is down dramatically in the city. So if we become so top heavy, we're managing a system 
that's not delivering basic services. So that, that's the, I think, the push and pull in these conversations. I think in isolation, this is a phenomenal position. I think it's an important piece of what we're doing. It probably will create some efficiencies and allow us to be better um, in terms of the work that we deliver. We're just now, this is the tip of the iceberg in our economy right now. We've had multiple buildings foreclosed. The revaluations are going to impact our budget dramatically. We are just beginning this conversation now, and we're having a hard time deciding over $16,000 here, 194000 I mean, this, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars of shortfall next year, and it's going to keep growing. And so my only problem is, is that I want to make sure that we have the basic services dealt with as well. And so when we're talking about a position that could be divided into two and fund two positions on a frontline workforce, that becomes a harder conversation to have. So I support you. I want to make sure that you have the, the support and the staff that you have to create those efficiencies. But I just want to highlight for the, for the, the public and for the rest of the members, I mean, we, we're, we're going to have hundreds of millions of dollars of shortfall. And so we have to balance out some of this. We're going to have to start making some of these cuts. I appreciate the kind words about our services in the controller's office supervisor and completely understand the points you're making about harder and harder budget decisions that are going to be coming to the mayor and the board over coming years. It's part of why I think it's so important as we fill these financial positions around the city that we are able to quickly build, bring people up to speed because frankly the quality of the choices that comes to you is heavily dependent mm -hmm on the skill of several hundred people across different city departments and the care they take and the nuance they're able to execute when they, they craft budgets. And so I do think in kind of focusing on this core, we can improve the quality of what you see over time, notwithstanding the fact that we have literally hundreds of people in the city that are going to be serving in new positions in these trades at hard times. Thank you, of course. And uh, with that, uh, let's go to public comments for item number four. Thank you, Madam Chair. Members of the public who wish to speak on item four, uh, concurring with the controller's certification that Department of Services previously approved could be performed by private contractors, uh, should line up now. And for those who have joined us remotely and haven't already done so, press star three if you wish to enter the speaker line. And for those already in the queue, please continue the wait until the system indicates you have been unmuted and there'll be a signal to begin your comments. If you could step up, we can start your time for one minute. Madam Chair. Thank you. Uh, good morning. I read this item. Uh, I, I was up all last night reading it. Uh, I was up this morning reading it. There are people outside telling me different things about it. Uh, big engines, big roaring engines coming outside, waking me up at 4.30, 5 a.m. to tell me about this item, number four. It doesn't make sense to me. I see a room here. That's a very professional group of people with suits and ties, and they belong in offices. I think your offices has degrees on there from very, very big Ivy League schools, right? And I, you know me, I see you every day, and you see me, you, I, you, you know. So I'm just wondering, you know, I don't understand what this is all about. I really don't understand what this is about. You know what I mean? So this is a square one, back to Africa, day one kind of situation. I don't understand what's going on here. You know, it's, now I gotta leave the house, I gotta get out. Tonight I gotta get out, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't understand what this is about. I don't understand it, you know what I'm saying? So. Speaker Sam has elapsed. 
Seeing no more speakers here in the chamber. And Madam Chair, we have the speakers in the queue. Thank you, and seeing no uh, public comments, and public comment is now closed. And with that, I would like to uh, make the motion to move uh, item four to full board with recommendation. Second by Vice Chair Mendelman, and uh, with that, Mr. Clerk, please roll call. And on that motion, uh, to forward the resolution as item number four to the July 11th full board with a positive recommendation. And Vice Chair Mendelman. Aye. Mendelman, aye. Member Safai. Safai, aye. Member Ronan. Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Aye. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. We have five ayes. Thank you, and the motion passes. And with that, uh, the next we will have our city administrator's office, and uh, with that also, uh, oh, Supervisor Ronan. So, so sorry, did we, did you, did the BLA read the new numbers for oh. controller? Sorry. Uh, through the chair. Um, <laughs> the uh, total recommendations for the controller's office are $195,917 in fiscal year 23-24. That's all general fund. It's all ongoing. For fiscal year 24-25, our total reductions are $176,748. Those are all general fund and all ongoing. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Ronan. Thank you so much for keeping track. We so appreciate you doing that for all of us. And uh, next, we have City Administrator's Office. And if I may, I'm going to also call item number three with this presentation. Yes, item number three is an ordinance amending the administrative and environment codes to reduce administrative costs by requiring the risk manager to review and update insurance requirements. As uh, only as necessary to protect the interests of the city instead of annually and eliminating the requirement that the Office of Contracts Administration regularly report on the implementation of city laws relating to select employment practices and the use of tropical hardwood by city contractors. Uh, Madam Chair. Thank you. And we have uh, Ms. Katie Petruccioni from the City Administrator's Office. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. I'm Katie Petruccioni, Deputy City Administrator and Chief Financial Officer for the City Administrator's Office. I'm pleased to say that we are in agreement with the Budget and Legislative Analyst, and I appreciate their analysis and effort reviewing the CAO's budget this year. Thank you. Uh, our recommended reductions to the Proposed budget total $1,006,867 in fiscal year 23-24. Of that amount, $867,186 are ongoing savings and $139,680 are one-time savings. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $872,528 in fiscal year 24-25, all of which are ongoing savings. These reductions would still allow an increase of about 7.6 million or 1.3% in the department's fiscal year 24-25 budget. Um, as Ms. Patricioni noted, we do have agreement with the department. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, I uh, know that uh, I just want to go into item three, uh, that I understand we have an amendment uh, to that. Um, do we have the amendments? You, you do. Sorry. Uh, so, after last week's discussion amongst the committee, staff went and worked with the city attorney to develop some additional language 
that would require the city administrator to prepare a list annually of all reports that the purchaser, the contract monitoring division, and risk management prepare. Uh, and we would submit this list to the board by July 31st every year in an effort to just give members of the board visibility about the types of reports that we're preparing so that you know that they are available to be requested. Thank you. And uh, we do have a series of amendments and colleagues to hard copies. I guess I just found it's on our uh, desk. And um, I appreciate it. So uh, I would like to. Yeah, and then we have to go to public comments. Yeah, so we're going to make the motion to to amend, uh, but then we'll go to public comments first, and then we turn to officially move the amendments. And with that, uh, Mr. Clerk, please go to public comment. Yes, Madam Chair, members of the public who wish to speak on the ordinance to reduce uh, reporting uh, burdens, and are joining us in person should line up now. Uh, for those who have joined us remotely and haven't already done so, uh, press star three if you wish to enter the speaker line. And for those already in the queue, please continue to wait until the system indicates you have been unmuted and there'll be a signal to begin your comments. Seeing no in-person speakers here in the chamber, Mr. Su, uh, Madam Chair, we have no speakers. Thank you. And with that, the public comment is now closed. And colleagues, the amendments are technically starting on page one. Uh, by July uh, line page one line starting nine, line 20 um, it's the annual list of contract related reports by July 31st of each year the city administrator shall submit to the board supervisor a list of the reports prepared by the purchaser contracting monitor division and risk management division that must be submitted to the board supervisors or may available to the board supervisor upon request and throughout um, the legislation itself um, there are specific that in the mention of the term protect the city's interest um, and that there is also uh, page 3 line 15 upon written request by any member of the board supervisor to the purchaser uh, as well as page 4 line 8 the director shall maintain a record of contracts issued under this section to non-compliance bidders and Posers. This information shall be complied on an annual fiscal year basis and reported to the board supervisor upon written request to the director by any member of the board supervisors. So with that, I would like to make the motion to move these amendments to second by, uh, by chair, uh, by supervisor Ronan. And with that, um, roll call, please. And on that motion to amend this ordinance. Uh, as just read in the record by Chair Chan, seconded by Member Ronan. Uh, Vice Chair Mandelman. Mandelman, aye. Member Safai. Safai, aye. Member Ronan. Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. We have five ayes. Thank you. And the motion passes. And uh, with that, thank you. Thank you. And the next we oh, have. Oh, uh, Madam Chair, we, need, we accepted the amendments. Oh. We need that. And then I would like to make the motion to move it to full board with recommendation. Second by okay. Second by Supervisor Walton and roll call on on the motion, please. Uh, on that motion, uh, to forward this ordinance to the July 11th full board with a positive recommendation, seconded by Member Walton as amended. Vice Chair Mandelman. Mandelman, I. Member Safai. 
stuff I, I remember Ronan. Ronan and I, remember Walton. Walton and I, Chair Chan. Aye. Chan and I, we have five eyes. Thank you, and the motion passes. And with that, thank you. And we'll go to the next. It's public works. Uh, and with public works, we also would like to call item number five. Yes, item number five is a resolution approving the list of projects to be funded by fiscal year 2023 to 2024 road maintenance and rehabilitation account of funds as established by California Senate Bill 1, the Road Repair and Accountability Act of 2017. Uh, Madam Chair. Thank you. And Director Short, how are you? Thank you for being here. Good morning, Chair Chan, Supervisors, Carla Short, Interim Director, San Francisco Public Works. Um, I am pleased to say that we have reached an agreement with the budget and legislative analysts um, for the proposed cuts, but we, there is one item that we, the policy recommendation, we disagree with. Um, just a few notes about that. We are proposing to uh, TX a park area supervisor, which is a 3464 position. This is already a management position. And we are the only department in the city that still uses this classification. About 10 years ago, Recreation and Parks Department uh, converted these to Manager 10922. Uh, at the time, we, I don't, I don't know why we didn't, um, but we didn't do that. And um, so we are proposing to do that at this time. We're really basically just bringing our department in line with other city departments that use this. But again, it's a it's already a management class position, and we're just proposing to convert it to another management class position to be in line with other city departments and aid with our recruitment for this, this position. Thank you. And uh, budget BLA. Thank you, Chair Chan. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $1,230,120 in fiscal year 23-24. Of those reductions, $1,134,462 are ongoing savings and $95,658 are one-time savings. This would still allow an increase of about $726,000 in the department's fiscal year 23-24 budget. In addition, we do recommend closing out prior year unexpended encumbrances of $432,279 for total general fund savings in fiscal year 23-24 of $734,389. Um, as the director mentioned, we do have a policy recommendation that totals $41,024 in fiscal year 23-24 and $41,947 in fiscal year 24-25. I'll speak to that in just a moment. Our recommended reductions to the proposed budget total $863,127 in fiscal year 24-25, all of which are ongoing savings. Um, with regards to recommendation number 10, the policy recommendation, we do note um, uh, that in our report that the manager one, the 0922, is significantly more expensive than the 3464 area supervisor. Um, as I mentioned, the savings would be about $41,000 in the first year and about $42,000 in the second year. The um, 0922 Manager 1 classification responsibilities are broader in scope than the area supervisor, including things like budget preparation and performance measurement, and do not include aspects of the 3464 area supervisor classification responsibilities, such as inspecting buildings, playground equipment, and facilities. 
Um, we also note that the 0922 Manager 1 classification has much broader minimum qualifications than the Area Supervisor classification. The Area Supervisor classification minimum qualifications include completion of high school and experience in landscaping, gardening, and recreation ground maintenance. Um, changing this position to an 0922 Manager 1 will change the pool of applicants who are eligible for the role. Hmm, thank you. And uh, I don't, uh, so I think this, here's the quick questions. Um, because the policy recommendation saving here is roughly about $41,000, does that actually mean that it's a, uh, that you currently, this position is not vacant and someone occupying this position? This position is currently vacant, although very recently vacant, just within the last couple of months. I see. Um, and I will note that this is not general fund savings, the 41000 What would that be? Uh, Sorry. Refer to my CFO. Uh, Supervisor Bruce Robertson, CFO for Public Works. This position is funded by a combination of overhead and tree maintenance fund. So the reduction and the acceptance of this policy matter by the board legislative analyst would not result in any general fund savings per their report. Understood. Thank you. Then uh, I want to say, uh, as I have stated previously, uh, we're, I, I would not be inclined to accept the policy recommendation and will be uh, in an agreement with uh, the Department of Public Works. I don't see any name on the roster. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chair Chan. Thank you, Supervisors. Thank you. And BLA may want to state the new numbers for us. I'd be happy to. So um, the total recommended reductions for the Department of Public Works in fiscal year 23-24, the total is $1,230,120. The general fund of that amount is $302,110. Non-general fund is 928010 In year two, all the savings are non-general fund. The total is $863,127. Thank you. And uh, let's, do we have any questions? Or would, could you just briefly describe item five, the uh, SB's, uh, the state uh, assembly bill uh, one and road pavement project list? Sure. Thank you, Supervisor Chen. Um, Bruce Robertson, once again, CFO for Public Works. So in 2017, the state passed Senate Bill 1, which added 12 cents of tax per gallon of taxoline to provide funding from the state to local jurisdictions for road repair and maintenance. As part of that bill, and we've been doing this every year since 2017, we have to come before the Board of Supervisors to get approval on the project list in order to provide transparency that we then, that the state then submits to the California Transportation Commission. So we have 172 blocks that we plan to pave with this $30.4 million, which is part of our overall $77 million paving program. So really all this is, is it's just a list of the blocks we plan to pave that has to be approved and resolution formed by every city council or board of supervisors receiving funds. If the board or city council does not approve it, that funding goes back and the state controller's office is allowed to reallocate it to other jurisdictions. So this is just a requirement as part of Senate Bill 1 passed in 2017. Thank you. Uh, we don't have any questions, so let's go to public comment. Thank you, Madam Chair, members of the public who wish to uh, 
pardon, sorry. Uh, scroll through my notes. We're going through much faster than usual. <laughs> Therefore, Absolutely. no one is ready. I don't, I'm not used to it. <laughs> okay, apologies. Members of the public who wish to speak on this uh, resolution approving the list of projects to be uh, funded by the fiscal year out of road maintenance rehabilitation uh, account funds uh, established by California Senate Bill Number 1 should line up now. And uh, for those who have joined us remotely and haven't already done so, press star 3 if you wish to enter the speaker line. And for those already in the queue, please continue to wait until the system indicates you haven't unmuted. And that will be your signal to begin your comments. Step up. This is another item I was up all night about because there were cars outside telling me different things about it. And I'm just trying to find out what is the problem here. I don't understand. You want to exit position? Okay, no problem. But can you tell me why I'm here? I have no idea why I'm here. Can you tell me? Anybody here could tell me why I'm here? It's because of this item. I was, I was up all night because of this item. And, you know, it doesn't make sense. It, I, I, I lost my rights. I lose my rights for this. I lost my rights for this. You do this to any, another person here? Can you do this to another person? No. No, you won't do that to another person. You only do it to someone who's African, who someone, you know, nobody cares about. Nobody, somebody you, you know, pretty much kicked out from the day he walked in. So, you know. It's just what it is. I don't understand. The other item was people got up here, got, they went out really fast. So does that mean my fortune is coming really fast? All the answers are going to be solved really fast? Because there was another item here, that, you know, they asked about public comment. People didn't even get a chance to present. It just went. Does that mean, is that, does that correlate to me somehow? Is this the deception? Is this part of that network that they knew what you're doing? I don't know. Speaker's time has elapsed. Seeing no more speakers here in the chamber. And Madam Chair, we have no speakers in the queue. Thank you, and seeing no more public comments, public comment is now closed. Colleagues, I would like to make the motion to move item five to full board brief recommendation. Second by Vice Chair Mandelman, and with that, a roll call, please. And on that motion to forward this resolution to the July 11th full board of the positive recommendation, seconded by Vice Chair Mandelman. Vice Chair Mandelman, Mandelman, aye. Member Safai, Safai, aye. Member Ronan, Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. We have five ayes. Thank you. The motion passes. And the next, thank you so much. And next, we are going to have uh, Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development. Uh, good morning, Supervisors and Chair Chan. Benjamin McCloskey from Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development. Uh, both MOHCD and Mayor's Administration are in agreement with the BLA's recommendations. Chair Chan, our, our budget recommendations for the Mayor's Office total $634,109 in fiscal year 23-24. Of those recommended reductions, $204,109 are ongoing savings and $430,000 are one-time savings. Our recommended reductions for to the proposed budget total $204,323 in fiscal year 24-25, which are on, all ongoing savings and would still allow an increase of about $9.6 or 5% in the department's fiscal year 24-25 budget. As Mr. McCloskey noted, we do have agreement with the department. Thank you. Um, I just want to let you know, Mr. McCloskey, I'm writing to you right now as an email, and I didn't realize you were in the chamber. Uh, I know that we had the small size conversation last week. Thank you so much for so promptly 
providing that information. I really appreciate it. My email to you right now, just on the record, um, also going to actually officially send this to you, is to confirm that the total funding available for new small, they're actually for new small sites project, uh, that funding available is a total of $43.2 million for small sites. That is not including the ones that listed in your, the information that you provided. That's correct, Supervisor. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, all the work that you all are doing, and thank you so much for working with the budget and legislative analyst. I don't have any questions. I don't see any name on the roster. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, next, we will have our very own uh, board of supervisors. Good morning, committee members and Chair Chan. Um, I'm Dr. Edward Diasis. I'm the Deputy Director of Administration and Finance, and I'm proud to represent the Board of Supervisors. Um, I'm, on behalf of the department, I'm pleased to accept the BLA cuts, and I'd like to thank Severin Campbell and Dan Goncher for the review of our department submission. Thank you. Through the chair, um, our recommended reductions to the proposed budget for the Board of Supervisors totals $6,000 in fiscal year 23-24. All of those uh, recommended reductions are ongoing savings. Uh, the reductions would still allow an increase of $549,910 or 2.5% of the department's fiscal year 23-24 budget. Uh, we also recommend closing out prior year unexpended encumbrances of $1,271 and reducing current year expenditures by $40,000 for total general fund savings in the uh, first year of $47,271. I'm sorry, I misspoke just a moment ago. Um, all of the reduction, the $6,000 in reductions are one-time savings. There are no recommended reductions in year two. Thank you, and uh, colleagues, I'm gonna, uh, if I may, make the decisions uh, to say that, you know, this body has uh, really uh, been a very lean operation, uh, thanks to Madam Clerk and her team. Madam uh, Clerk, you know, Angela Cavio and her team have been really consistently providing uh, excellent service to the city and county of San Francisco with very, very little uh, for, uh, very long time now, so uh, I will uh, not be accepting any of the uh, further budget and legislative uh, re analyst reduction, recommended reduction, and in fact, I think that we should continue to have a conversation with Director Dooning to figure out how do we restore some of the cuts uh, to, to this body uh, so that we can be sure to carry out the mandate that is impo on, you know, imposed on to the clerk's office, both by the legislature, uh, the legislative branch and the executive branch of government. Um, so with that, I don't see any name on the roster. I don't see any questions. Thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate all the information that you have provided. Thank you. And so, colleagues, uh, I uh, wanted to say, we again, a reminder that we do not have, uh, have uh, public comment for today. Again, for the public, the public comments will, uh, for item one and two, will start on Monday, June 26th at 10 a.m. Uh, in person in this chamber or, of course, online as well. But in person co public comments will go first before we go to online public comments. Director Dimming. 
Thank you, Chair Chan. And before we conclude the meeting today, I just wanted to share that I do have um, the first round of technical adjustments to submit to you all. Um, I shared this with you yesterday, but there's five sets of technical adjustments that are largely just technical, changing various codes, correcting a work order that should not have been there, um, as well as shifting $500,000 for the board's legislative management system from the second year of the budget to the first, so that the board will have full use of that expenditure authority to start that project in the coming fiscal year. And I will send that list shortly. Thank you. And so with that, do we have any, um, Mr. Clerk, do we have any uh, items for today's agenda? Uh, Madam Chair, just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you can kindly confirm that I am directed uh, to process items three through seven uh, as completed on this agenda. And let's see, I will need a motion that uh, items one and two and also eight through 17 of today's agenda are to be uh, considered by this committee at tomorrow's meeting at June 22nd. So move. Okay. Second by Vice Chair Mandelman. Okay. And on that motion, uh, that items one, two, and eight through 17 are to be considered at tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's meeting, seconded by Vice Chair Mandelman. Vice Chair Mandelman. Mandelman, aye. Member Safai. Safai, aye. Member Ronan. Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. We have five ayes. Thank you. The motion passes. And uh, thank you. This meeting is now recessed. Oh, uh, oh. We, we do need, uh, since we are recessing for over 12 hours, we do need to take that motion to, to recess tomorrow. Oh, we need to take that motion to recess. Yes. My apologies, colleagues. No, it's okay. Um, and so, colleagues, I would like to move to uh, for us to be in recess until 10 a.m. tomorrow, uh, which is Thursday, June 22nd, uh, second by Vice Chair Mandelman. And with that, a uh, roll call, please. On that motion that this uh, committee be recessed till 10 a.m. Uh, June 22nd, Vice Chair, uh, seconded by Vice Chair Mandelman. Vice Chair Mandelman. Mandelman, I member Safai. Safai, aye. Member Ronan. Ronan, aye. Member Walton. Walton, aye. Chair Chan. Thank you. The motion passes. The meeting uh, will uh, now go to recess until tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thank okay. you. Thanks.